Hey guys, do I have anybody out there for whom homework is quite the headache? Because you've already gone through grade school and you didn't mean to repeat it, but it seems like every night you've got a little hassle. Well, you're going to want to stick around because today we're going to talk about some great touch points on how to make that whole time of the evening a whole lot better. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. All right, promises, promises, friends. I've given them to you. I know I'm bringing it to you today because I am probably speaking on a topic and a subject that has lots of pain points associated with it. Getting homework done and getting it done well, getting it done neatly and getting it done in a timely fashion. And then if that all happens, then it's remembered and taken back to school. So we're going to touch on all of those things. But first of all, I want you to go back with me in your memory not too far long ago when you yourself were in kindergarten. Now, aren't those kindergarten teachers magical? You come into their class, they love you, they hug you, they, they're warm, or at least before COVID, those were the things. And they have little prizes for you sometimes, and you know what to expect when you come into their room. You're going to come in, you're going to put your clip on what you want for lunch or whatever that voting system is they might have. You're going to put your hat and your coat, your book bag, you're going to take in a certain place in your cubby. You're going to take out your homework folder or your reading folder. You're going to put it where it goes. If you need to run to the bathroom, you're going to use the restroom and then you're going to take your seat. And once you take your seat, there's going to be a coloring sheet. And after the coloring sheet or quiet playtime, you're going to go to the floor. And there you're going to have calendar time and pledge. You're going to have some seat work. You're going to learn your letters. You're going to learn your colors. And you're going to be read to. You're going to get snacks and maybe even a nap. And you're going to do that same thing day after day after day and have a wonderful time and go home every day excited to come back the next day. Okay, so if we can do that in kindergarten, why can't we do it at home? And I'm just going to assert that you can. Sister friend, you can do this. Now, even though it may be in the middle of the school year, even though you may have already gotten off to a bad start, you can always come back. Just like when we ask forgiveness from our kids, you just come back and say, I'm so sorry. I did this and such wrong. Will you please forgive me? You can do the same thing for your homework sessions. Guys, I am so sorry. I have not been completely in control here like I needed to be. And we've had lots of tears and crying. So we're going to change that. We're not going to do that anymore. And then you're going to present your new system. So doesn't that sound utopic, euphoric, peaceful, calm, wonderful, or yeah, that's never going to happen. Not in my house. Trust me, it can. So what we're going to do is we're going to encourage correct behavior, just like those kindergarten teachers. We're going to draw attention to it when it's not, and we're going to reinforce that good behavior. But before we do any of that, it begins with you, first of all, thinking through 
what would you like that time of day to look like? And there's two points under this one. What time or how soon after they get in from school does their homework need to happen? And where is it going to happen? Very simple. What time means do they come right in and get started? Do they come in and have a snack and then immediately get started? Do they come in, have a snack, go to play, come back, get it done? How is that going to unfold? So that part you're in complete control of. And I would suggest that getting the homework done earlier and then letting play time come later is maybe a good plan unless you have folks that just need to get the wiggles out and they need to run and play and have some decompression time. So that depends on um, you and your personal situation. I've have typically found it's harder to rope them back in once you let them out, but that's that's you in your house. Okay, so what time, when is this going to happen, and where? So the where is, is it individual bedrooms? If you have kids who are old enough to go to their own bedroom to do their homework, that may be fine. It may not be fine. I don't know. How much supervision is needed? Are we going to use the kitchen table? Are we going to use the dining room table? Do you have individual desks set up in your home? So wherever this magic is going to happen, where and when? So when when are you going to have them do it? And where are you going to have them do it? So that's it. Now, number two. Number two is this is going to be a space for success. That's what we're going to call it, your success space. So, or, or the homework handler. You could call it the homework handler. That would might even sound better. That'd be really cool if you have boys. So you need to go to the homework handler and get your homework done. So that'd be a fun way to do it. But wherever this magic is going to happen, and let's just say it's your table, what do they need there at that table? Or where do they need above their desks to make them successful? So I would say it would be the things such as pens, pencils, crayons, colored pencils, glue, scissors, a snack, if you're going to have them do snacks, a trash can for throwing away stuff, paper towel for cleaning up messes so that you do not have to be all hands on deck right on top of everybody all the time. Now, it may be too that you got some classical music going in the background, some praise music, don't know the distraction level of your kids, but what's important is that you have a section where they can work quietly, comfortably, and with success. And I can tell you from personal experience, if you have kids that are very easily distracted, when they have to run and get supplies and scissors, they may never come back. I I know me, when I'm cleaning the house, sometimes I can distract myself to the point that I never get around to doing what I started doing because I left at the beginning to go get a broom and I never made it to the broom because I found so many other things that had to be done along the way. So that's how it is with homework sometimes. If they don't have the heart to be there anyway, it will take very little to derail them. And another thing in your supply list may be drawing paper. It could be lined paper for practicing handwriting, for practicing those spelling words, number facts, um, flashcards. That would be something else in your success space. So it totally depends on what are the ages of the children that you're working. And their attitude is also one that needs to be molded and it needs to be um, guided because this isn't an option. This is a task that has to be done. It has to be completed and returned to school. Therefore, here is our space. Here's our time. Here's what we're going to do. And so that is an important part of it is to have your space and then have your supplies. Point three, simple, easy peasy. Now you just get to do it. And by doing it, I mean 
that you need to, like I said earlier, maybe set up that expectation. Hey guys, I have been wrong and that I have not helped you as much as I could in doing your homework and making you successful in getting your homework done well. It's taken us way too long and we've had way too many tears and we're going to, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to start a new system. And then here's where you walk them through from either the front door when they got off the school bus or the back door if you picked them up from school and they got out of your car. When they come into your house, to your home with their book bags, where do those book bags go? Thrown on the floor in a mess, just adding to the chaos before you even get started? Or could you possibly develop a space for that book bag? An over-the-door hanger like you hang towels on, big extra coat hooks that you could do into the side of the wall at their height and level or into the side of a bookcase. All of those are great places, just like having a cubby, or you could even develop your own. If you have a, a closet inside your front door, you could actually install space in there so that everything goes there. Last first place they visit when they come in from school, it's the last place they visit as they leave for school. So a unified place wherever that is. And this begins your system. So guys, we're going to come in and I want you to take your shoes off. You should have some kind of receptacle near the door. You can get those mud mud room um, racks. You can get a shoe rack, but let's take our shoes off. We're going right here and then we're going to come upstairs and we're going to put our book bags here and then you can show them their space. And not only that, I need you to take your lunchbox and let's empty it, put the trash in the trash and your dirty dishes in the sink. Totally able to do that if they are in preschool. That is not a chore or that a child is unable to do. Trust me, they do way more than that in kindergarten. And then, so after you've cleaned up your lunchbox, it goes here, take your homework folder, and we're going to go to the table where you're going to have a snack and a drink, and we're going to get started on your homework. And that's it. You explain the process. Oh, and there's whining, and there's tears, and there's gnashing of teeth, and you don't understand. And trust me, I taught school for a lot of years. I substituted after my kids were in school and then we homeschooled as well. So I know how it goes, but I know if you stay calm and you stay firm and you stay in control and you're simply going to point to the steps of the system. If you have to make a, get a whiteboard and make a chart, then you do that. If you need just stickers so that you can let them put on their stickers when they complete each task, you can make yourself a picture chart, then that's a great way to do it. But it's simply a manner of training them for a few days or a few weeks, depending on how hard-headed and stubborn they are, because it is easy to forget steps. Then you can simply point to your chart, your responsibility chart, your picture chart, whatever you develop to say, oh, you know what? Nope. And you just ask the questions. Did you hang your book bag? Did you take your lunch out of your lunchbox? Did you throw away the trash? Is that book bag ready to go back to school tomorrow? And you can simply ask leading questions that help them think through their behavior rather than punishing and screaming and crying and getting on their level. There is none of that. Now, there is probably after about day two or three, you may see a little fallout and pushback because it's no longer fun. Now, this is kind of like school and it doesn't need to be like school and it can be fun but it does need to be a system whereby chaos isn't the leader of the family you are. And you can do reward time with X number of minutes for a game or TV time or outside play, reading, Play-Doh, music, playing a game with you. So there's lots of different reward systems you can set up and build in here that when this is done, then we can do this. If then, or when, and then, then. When you do this, then we will do this. And depending on how much 
assistance is needed from you. If you have a child with special needs or is slower or struggling in some areas or even just younger, then this time may require you to be more hands-on, which is kind of hard sometimes if you've got two who are trying to learn to write at the same time, trying to learn to read at the same time, and you've got a baby on the boob. That is hard. I'm not blitzing over how hard this is, but I will tell you and promise you that as a mom of five, it was systems and routines that once we put them in place and we enacted them and I was the one that was consistent, usually I was the problem. When I was consistent and firm and this is what we are going to do, then the house ran so much more smoothly. The homework got completed and life was not a struggle. It wasn't as chaotic as it was before. Now, did we have days? Absolutely. Will you have days? Absolutely. Is there grace for all of that? Absolutely. Yes and amen. Preach it, preach it, preach it. So I'm going to sum this up and bring it back. Routines and systems are your friend. Breathe out your inner kindergarten teacher and expect for your systems to be followed. You just need to know when it's going to happen and where. Have your supplies at the ready so that there's no running around looking for things. And then have your system. Here's what we do in what order. And then once they finish that order, the homework folders go back in the bag and they're free to play until it is time for dinner. That's all I got for the homework time. And if we're talking about throwing in sports and schedules where we're running around crazy, I will give you a bonus tip on that. And that would be divide and conquer when you can. Accept help. Ride share with other moms. And one of the things that we used to do to get homework completed when my daughter played soccer, she was in high school, but the others were much smaller. So we would go to pick her up for her soccer practice and we actually had a picnic in the park. So we would eat, I would fix supper before and we would have takeout or tacos or or enchiladas. That was a big one. But we did a picnic in the park, she would change her clothes and she was ready for practice. We would play. The kids would be tired. Homework is done. We all piled back in the car. Supper was already finished. So we would go home, take showers and then read stories, say our prayers and go to bed. Hopefully that will be a little bit of encouragement to you that there is a way to get through the homework season without having a headache. So here's your call to action for this episode. And that is to think through and apply these steps. Create your very own success space for your kids and let me know how it goes. I can't wait to see how you've implemented what we've talked about. So if this episode has been a blessing to you, please shout it out and share it with others or take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram. I'd love to hear how you're implementing what we're talking about. So shoot me a DM or leave a comment here below. Come over to my website. Any of the ways to get into contact with me, I love hearing from you. Take care and it would be a blessing to me if you would do that. If you're a blessing to others, you're going to be blessed yourself. Thanks so much. Until next time, it's Kathy. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.